stock stock market. Ah, it's kind of like day trading. I've been doing a lot more uh, fantasy sports. Fantasy, <laughs> fan- yeah, fantasy, fantasy sports. <laughs> I've been fan- trying to. I'm not doing too great though. No, no. Why not? Uh, I just am still getting used to it. I think I'm not doing bad, but I'm not like I've made money, but never a good amount. You know what I mean? I put in, I think, $25. No, I put in $25, and I've been, like, playing with that money. Just doing small bets, just trying to get the hang of So have you made more than $25? Um, I think last I looked, I was at 18-something. So I'm at less than what I put in currently. But the other day, I played in a bunch of games. Or I put in a bunch of, like, uh, teams for this one tournament trying to win. So I spent a bit of money that day. So, how do you how do you sports bet? Because uh, I've I've been wanting. I did Fanduel. It's FanDuel? like a, just an app, and then you can. There's like certain games you can play. And now, do you have to win by like what is it called? Like a certain percentage, like numbers, or like yeah, I guess it's pretty much spread. Like, That's what I'm trying to say. Like a yeah. certain spread. And there's different games. Like I played one game that was like. You were just choosing like over and unders for a bunch of different things. Okay. And then whoever got like the best, you would be in like certain brackets of like obviously like they make it enough so it's like maybe statistically impossible for somebody to get them all right. I don't know how they do it, but I'm sure you could get them all right because it wasn't like a super amount, but it would just be. But you have to get them all right. No, it's just whoever gets the best. Like, say, if nobody in the world got them all right, they would probably go, who got it? Now, is it a first, second, third place? Yeah, but there's a, there's always people that are tied and stuff like that, so the money gets divvied up. And Oh, stuff. so the people who are tied, they split the money. Of it's that, not, yeah. like, no tiebreaker or anything. No. You can do, like, penny bets and shit like that, too. Right? Yeah, and like, some of them are free entry, but still mm, for money. Entries. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been doing ones that are, like, $3.33. I, I did. Like, I, that's not. I did DraftKings. I want to say like three years ago, and I won like I want to say like thirty, forty bucks off DraftKings. Fuck yeah, the NFL. I haven't won any amount that big yet. No, no. It the wasn't like it wasn't like, was like oh, I won dollars. Like, I was like nice, <laughs> but I spent like three dollars to get in, and then I lost on two other ones that I put in. So yeah. don't focus on that negative. <laughs> you won. <laughs> I won eight bucks. You won eight bucks, dude. Yeah. It does feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to win fantasy this uh, week, basketball. I'm playing Adam, my buddy Adam, and he, uh, I was projected to beat him by like 200 and something points. One day he made a few moves, picked up some extra people. Now he's up, projected to beat me by like 20. So I've been having to make some moves on my own. Got him. You got him. Mm-hmm. Have you guys watched any? Did I ask you guys if you watched any March Madness yet? Yeah, I don't really watch. Well, I don't have cable. I just yeah stream and stuff. So no, and I haven't watched. I watched a little bit. I was at um, a bar yesterday. I watched it a little bit, but nothing crazy. How was the bar? Good salvage. Oh yeah. How are they salvage doing? Salvage barbecue. How are they doing the? Uh, You've been there, like, right? Yeah. So you know their bar. Mm-hmm. There's only six. Chairs total at the bar. Yeah. Three three stacks of two. 
Yeah. And then they're like whole, they have like no, like, it was never really a stage, but they had like a performance mm-hmm. kind of area. That's kind of gone. And they're just, tables are just spread right like ridiculously far. Yeah, and it was full when we got there and someone had just left the bar. So that's where we went. You sniped it. Where's that at? It's in Portland. Dude, and if you like barbecue, you should seriously check it out. Yeah. It's called Salvage Barbecue. Um, it is very, very good. It's so good. It's right next to the hospital. Right. right. Yeah. It's always barbecue. Mm-hmm. The, I swear by the mac and cheese. Yeah. I should. I'm sorry. I should. I was I almost should. not joking when <laughs> I said it. <laughs> I like honestly would have paid you for the macaroni and cheese if you brought it back. <laughs> it's so good. And, and it's been really good lately, too. Yeah. So you've been going a, a lot lately. Like, like once a week. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been rock climbing. Next time that we know, just I'll uh, give you the thirty bucks and bring me back a platter of brisket too. You just want the cow and pig. Just bring me back the cow. <laughs> it's like a forty-two dollar meal. It's worth every I'll, bit of it, though. I'll take it. Uh, Have you done that yet? No, I just always get a pound of chopped pork and yeah. mac and a quarter of mac and cheese. Yeah. Had a boy, which is like for like looking at me and like that's like a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> so, I usually eat it all. Hell yeah! It's right after rock climbing, so. Are you getting good at rock climbing? Is it something that you get good at? Or is it like just old, something you like do for fun? Progressively over time. You must. Like, I'm hoping. So. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, like I'm, you gotta have strong dude, fingers. Oh, dude. Are your fingers getting torn up? Uh, they're pretty... So yesterday, I climbed for like two hours. Two and a half hours. So today's my rest day. But I usually like hang off rocks for like a half hour to an hour every day. If I'm not rock climbing. Do you have them like set up at your house? Uh, at the shop. What you mean, hang off rocks? It's like, like yeah, like, yeah, uh, for two hours. Not like straight. Oh, I'll but like, I'll down. I'll do it for like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll turn different size rocks. It grips. They're on a board, and then like, I'll hang them on like so, just my fingers. So it'll be like, just barely like, tip of that. Yeah, I'll be low to the ground, and then I'll just like s- sit there, hang, and then bring my legs up and try to sit like an L sit. Yeah, for as long as I can. Yeah, um, and. That like, I'm not even gonna act like I can do that for a long time. Like if yeah. I if I get five to seven seconds with that, like I usually just drop down, rest for about a minute, two minutes, do it again, and try to do it for like five to six so times. How you switch it up? How'd you get into rock climbing? Because shit, you know, well, that's something that I would fucking love to do. <laughs> you know the Juarez is right, like Joe. Uh, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. then they got me into rock climbing. I actually work for like the main painting company, their painting company, and they just actually introduced me to it. Oh, so I've been all about it. That's all damn. Yeah. So, I'm a, yeah, that's fun. I wanna, I wanna do that. See, it's a lot of fun. Hella strong <laughs> fingers now. That's I've been working on it for like the last month. And that should work on your upper body, too. dude. You're your breaking pain. keyboards mm. when you're typing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping so, dude. Girls are like, no, no more, please stop. <laughs> oh god, oh god. You <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they don't even want me to use my dick anymore. <laughs> my fingers are just too good. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Dude, but you see some of the people there and some of the shit they do, and you're like, what the fuck? Because I mean, there'll be bouldering is just like you climb up twelve feet, no rope, no nothing, yeah. and then you just kind of drop back down or climb over the top. Yeah. And like some of them, you start, you're hanging upside down, so it's all upper body. Yeah. And you see? gotta just like. And so that's actually I'm really bad at those, mm-hmm. but like that's what like Zachariah and Joe are really good at. Well, not really good at, but they're better they're, than me at, yeah. at doing it. 
But, yeah, it's hard, dude. And it's the worst, dude. You'll be, like, struggling over, like, one route. And you're like, oh, I can't. Like, I can't. And then, dude, this 14-year-old girl just comes up and, like, chalks oh. up. And well, she, <laughs> she, she, she also light as shit, too, yeah. at the same time. She <laughs> weighs, like, two drops down. And you're like, what the fuck? Little, little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. Damn. I suggest it to anybody. Yeah, I want to. Even I, me? I, I definitely. Yeah. It's not gonna be easy. <laughs> it's <laughs> not gonna be easy. Rory come home and I don't know why I throw that out there. Even me, I imagined Rob trying to do it, and I was like, I don't think Rob, because the size just I it wouldn't. Dude, uh, let well. me tell and you about a and guy you're big too. So it's like I couldn't. It wouldn't translate well. Yeah, I met this back. I met this dude. Well, <laughs> dude, this is kind of kind of a crazy segue. But you said something that really reminded me of this dude. I met this dude who works for one of the grow light companies. That he always tries to like he dude this dude's got like a crazy job by the way okay he literally works for a grow light company and he just goes around to different grows around like New England and pretty much just hangs out with the people at the grow and like tries to sell them fucking he's basically Lights. like a Cisco salesman of grow lights it's just like a light you know what I mean yeah he, he, rub, yeah he like just comes in and just hangs out and gives out walks pens, around smokes weed probably no no. I don't think he does, or he doesn't do it a lot, at least, yeah. when I was talking to him. But, anyways, what I'm getting to is this dude has the, he's just a huge dude. Like, he's so big. He, like, dwarves Rob. And he, like, his thumbs are, like, the size of two thumbs together. Okay. I've never seen somebody with, like, I, I saw him, like, he, he pulled out his. dwarfs Rob. Is he, like, he, seven feet tall? Dude. Wait until you see this guy. <laughs> what am I going to do? I'll try to snap a picture of him the next time he comes. <laughs> like, it might be a really shady, <laughs> no, shoddy picture, but I'll try to get one. Pick one. I'm like, yeah, you're a light guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'd be like. Yo, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, that's what I should do. Because it will get you the size <laughs> comparison of me to Rob. Cause, yeah. Um, but yeah, I see him pull out his phone. and I'm, It's like a normal size phone. And I'm like... <laughs> How's that dude typing with those thumbs? There's no way he's hitting the keys with those thumbs. <laughs> like, gotta use his pinky. Yeah, he's. I'm thinking that must be how he types. I wanted to see him like try to text somebody because that's how he's got to be doing it. He typing just with his pinky, like. But yeah. He said two thumbs put together. God damn! I swear to God. <laughs> the the uh, it was the craziest thing. It. I, like, didn't even notice how big the dude was until, like, I, like, handed him something, and I was like, whoa, holy shit. I've never seen somebody that Look at those like thumbs. A, holy fuck. <laughs> Rory just eye contact on his thumbs. It's like that uh, scene from... Uh, <laughs> My eyes are up here. It's like... The, <laughs> it's that scene from Austin Powers when he's like, more. Or the the eye from... Wayne's World too. Yeah. Which I just came to realize Michael Myers kind of has a fascination with that kind of thing. That's <laughs> <laughs> two movies where it's almost the exact same scene. <laughs> Have you seen the commercial with them? Yeah. The There's a new like Wayne's World commercial. Yeah. What was it for? Uh, it's for some streaming service. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I just was like, wow. You can even tell they're aged like through the makeup. I th yeah yeah you can yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they came out with like Wayne's World 3. They come out with a new Bill and Ted. I would love it, but I hear, it's weird because the last I heard was something about like Mike Myers or Dana Carvey 
was like not super happy with Mike Myers for a while because like the character of Doctor Evil is pretty much a character that Dana Carvey created. It's actually like Lorne Michaels, mm-hmm. the producer of uh, Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and that was like pretty much directly like that whole character, the way he acts and everything is pretty much mm-hmm. his Lorne Michaels, and he never got any credit or anything like that for it, but. I don't know how much I, truth is behind that. Well, so. I, that's what I heard. There was, there was like a, a beef between the two. Yeah. But I was, I've honestly like never been that too into Dana Carvey besides Wayne's World. Maybe oh, that's I cool. love Dana Carvey. And I was really like. Was Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he was. But uh, the Dana Carvey show. show, I watched a documentary on the Dana Carvey show and it like was one of the best documentaries I've ever watched scene i think i've heard you say that before i'm it, probably gonna get the name of it from you before i, I yeah i'll have to look it up because i can't remember because basically what happens is dana carvey when he leaves snl is like on the top of the world top of the world he's like got all the best uh characters he's got like church lady um fucking a bunch of different ones i'm doing a horrible job remembering them right now yeah you are not but, uh, boasting him up at yeah. all. he's got a bunch he's of got a bunch like, of different characters anyway just tweet just one just one character um but anyways he's like one of the top people on snl they want him to pretty much host uh, a late night talk show yeah and he i think he wanted to do a late night talk show but pretty much was like had the chance to make his own sketch show and Mm -hmm. he had a chance to either go with hbo or uh nbc or something like that and because or abc whichever one home improvement was on and that becomes important later on in the story because basically he wants to be able to do whatever sketches he wants but hbo has like a limited viewership so the people that he's working with convince him to go with nbc or abc can't remember which one is which which one had um, Home Improvement. At the mm-hmm. time, Home Improvement's the number one show on television, and they're going to let him go right after, like right off the rip. So it would be a bunch of viewers, blah, 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 all this stuff. So he ends up going with that deal, and the first episode is like, they even created this thing for the Nielsen television rating. It's like this thing that can uh, track when a TV show starts, how many people are watching, and then, like, when it dips in viewership, like, depending on, like, what happens, either, like, in the show or, like, whether, it like, people after the first commercial just tune tune away and watch something else. Like, it's basically used for that. Well, one of the first shows it was used for was the Dana Carvey show, and it had millions of people, like, watching the show when it first started. And then the first sketch that they opened with was a sketch of Dana Carvey as Bill Clinton. And I can't remember the, like... He did play Bill Clinton, didn't he? Yeah. And he <laughs> ends up, like, breastfeeding a bunch of cats. And he ends up, like, just pulling out tits, and he's, like, breastfeeding cats. <laughs> and it just, like, instantly went down. Like, the, the viewership, like, just dropped down. Because basically what was happening was Home Improvement was watched by, like, families. Mm-hmm. And Dana Carvey's show was, like, humor for late-night television. Yeah. And it... Basically, instantly, people were like, no, we're not watching this. They lose, they do something else, and they lose their sponsorship. Because it was, uh, Taco Bell presents the Dana Carvey show. And then, which is ridiculous anyways. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But then, 
there's a story in the thing about why they decided to do that anyways. But because they drop out, they decide we'll go with a different sponsor for every episode. And then on like the third episode or whatever, they get Mountain Dew to sponsor them. And they open up the episode with a song about how Mountain Dew's uh, kills your sperm count and turns or something like that. And so Mountain Dew gets pissed and drop them. And then the whole show pretty much goes downhill. And they like have to cancel it after like only so many episodes. And then by the end, they have nobody that will do the sponsorship. So they end up making a deal with the Chinese restaurant down the street of where they produced it and said if they gave them takeout for the week, they would be the sponsor for the episode. So the last episode is like, you know, like Oriental Express presents the Dana Carvey show or something like that. It's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Definitely a uh, documentary I'd recommend to check out. He did the main sketch where it's like, something, something. Uh, yeah. Isn't that from the Danny Carver show? I think so. I'm, I'm going to have to rewatch it. I wonder if it's on any sort of streaming and thing. Cause I feel like I've watched a couple of skits about Maine that he was like the... Huh. He uh, also, <laughs> Dana Carver show was like Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert's like first... Like gigs, like they were on the show. Was John Stewart? Was John Stewart have something to do with that show then too? I'm not sure because th- those guys. I always thought that guy, those guys are from John Stewart's camp. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he had. But I know that um, they both were Louis C.K. He uh, also wrote for it. Okay, so it's he funny. Die? What's up, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Did he die? <laughs> Pretty much. No, <laughs> his mean, career did. His career definitely did. Yeah. Now he got caught for like jerking off in front of women, or jerking off while he was on the phone with women. Yeah, and like a bunch of different weird yeah. sexual yeah shit. Uh, that's why I know his name. I uh, feel like that's, I saw, that's why I, I know his name. I feel like I saw a cartoon where they was making fun of him and that mm. name. I'm like, yo. Mm. He was on the. He was fucking going somewhere before all that happened. Hell yeah, he was. Yeah, he was actually. Hella popular at, at the point of his demise. It was like he definitely was. Yeah, he up there would have been a late night host. He was probably like right now. If you're like, who do you think is gonna be like a next late night host? I probably couldn't name anyone, but like back then, I probably would have been like fucking Louis C.K. Could probably be a. Yeah, I think he wrote for a bunch of that stuff too. Yes, yeah, so like why? I mean, you know what I mean? He, he got caught jerking off. I want John Mulaney to be a late night host. Yeah, he would be a great late night host. He yeah, it's like a whole list of things he did. Like, but yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Who doesn't jerk off to women? But in front of them, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a good. <laughs> Who doesn't jerk off know. to women without their consent? I guess uh, it was just like he would be doing it like in front of them. He'd like have them come in, and he'd be like, like so they'd just be like standing there, and he'd be like jerking off in front of them, or he'd uh, call them on the phone, and they'd be like, "What are you doing?" He'd be like heavy breathing. He'd be like, I'm a, uh, you know. Just keep talking. I'm, uh, uh, I'm listening to Just, That's the world we're living in. What's up, everybody? This is Rory Cunningham, and I'm here with Logan and Dewan, and this is That's the World We're Living In. What's up, boys? What up, son? What up, what up? You like that segue? Another one. 
Another one. I need to get that as one of the hits. Another one. Another one. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me the lighter. Where's the lighter? Where's the flame? Right there next to that thing. Or is that dead? It just blends in with that marker, with yeah. marker. You see that? Not, I looked right over it. Hell yeah. So did you get a thrill when you opened up that Pokemon pack? Honestly, when you saw the shininess? Yeah, I did, actually. Yeah. That's a... I can't believe... The, is that the first Pokemon pack you've, like... You, you used, to, you used no. to play Pokemon, right? No. Like, I've, I've watched... People play Pokemon, yeah, but I never got into playing Pokemon. Yeah. I've watched Pokemon, but I've never played it. Oh no! Shit. So I've never opened up a pack. Oh my god, you're batting a thousand right now. I the know. first, I'd, that's what got me hooked right there. Yeah, and that's what got me hooked. I watched him do it back. Like this was actually more than five years ago because that set came out. Like the one that isn't over there. That set that I'm pointing to that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but that came out like after we had been playing for a little bit. I want to say that we. When was when were we at Longhorn? Last, it's got to be like 2012, you 2013. Left way I, did. I can't remember. Yeah, I just technically left Longhorn two years ago. Oh, in wow. October. Shit. Okay. Yeah, but you were there like once a week. You were doing the like uh, serving the serving thing. I was yeah. there three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> but you got the money shifts, didn't you? At one point, because you were like seniority. Uh, sometimes. Not at the end. That's why I quit. Walked out. Yeah, fuck him. I love the way that tastes. What is the wrap? Not the wrap, the weed. What's the weed? Lava cake. Lava cake. Remember that lava soap? Oh, the shit after you like. It's like the pumice soap or whatever. I got some at the house. Love that shit. (laughs) I love it. It feels good. Not on your body, but on your hands. No, I'm super weird about soap. Erica makes fun of me because, like, I really like certain hand soaps. The ones that, like, scrub your hands. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> so cool. I got this uh, soap from a farm stand that was, like, uh, blueberry and like, goat milk and a bunch of stuff. But it got, like, the seeds from the blueberry. Mm-hmm. And it fucking, they're abrasive. So it, like, feels like it's cleaning your, mm-hmm. your, your hands, hands even like more. Supple. Yeah. It's like exfoliating. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's so good. Feels great. Yeah, you um, some like sea salt stuff. You'd like afterwards, and your hands felt like buttery smooth afterwards. It's like the uh, trick when you have like sticky shit all over your hand, and you put the soap in, and then you have like sugar or salt in your hand, and you use that to, like the grittiness to help clean it off. Good, good tip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm great at tips. Great tip. <laughs> great tips. Um, Speaking of tips, on Instagram they have this thing called Five Minute Crafts. <laughs> and I catch myself looking at these tips and oh dude and are a they... lot of them first of all are longer than 5 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you like so one of them was they was in the woods and out of nowhere they had one of those the floaty the floaty foam things and they cut like the a f- noodle Yes, like one of the noodles, noodle, the pool yep, noodle, a noodle. Yeah, and they cut it, mm-hmm. and they had a five-gallon bucket, and they wrapped it around the five-gallon bucket. Okay, and they put a bag in the five-gallon bucket, and All then right. they sat on the five-gallon bucket and took a shit. 
<laughs> that's not where I thought this was going at all. Yes, that's what that's I was. I, what a five minute crap. That's a five minute crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's like going. Just just like, take a shit in the woods and cover it. Yeah, like, dig a hole. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> lean you lean up against the tree. And try to squat, and then you just shit, and just hope that the roots aren't coming out enough where your shit would potentially roll towards your towards your feet. That's what you have to do. Uh, I remember one time I was at a party out in the woods. <laughs> this is a funny fucking story. Uh, um, I was out in a party at, in the woods, and we all like slept out there at night because it was like this random cabin out there, mm-hmm. and a bunch of people brought tents and everything. And in the morning, I woke up and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, I have like." I have got to shit and like I got to find something and nobody obviously nobody thought to bring like toilet paper or anything like that. So I'm like thinking like what the fuck am I going to do here? Like and um so I just like start walking down the trail. I'm like I'm getting away from everyone as far as I can and try to fucking do figure out something. So I walk and I'm like all right, I guess I'm just going to have to rip up my boxers and use that and just go commando for the mm-hmm. rest of the day. Pretty solid plan I thought. Mm. And then I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm, like, taking a shit in the woods. And then I, like, hear something, like, crackling in the woods. I was like, oh, fuck, dude. And I was, like, so far away. I was like, I thought it was an animal or whatever. And then I just, like, I'm sitting there, like, trying to finish. And then I get done, and I'm, like, (laughs) look. And I'm looking through the woods, and I can see (laughs) there's, like, this chick that was at the party. She's, like, leaning up against the tree, taking a shit, too. And I just was, like, walked back to the to the um, place where everyone was, because this was before anyone was a- awake. And I, like, just go back and get into where I was sleeping. And eventually everyone wakes up and we're all at the fire. And she's, like, the first person awake, because she was already awake, obviously. And I'm, like, sitting there, like, man, what the hell did what the hell did she wipe with? Because, like, <laughs> we didn't have toilet paper or anything there. I'm, like, hmm. Gross. What did she have to do? I should have been, like, I have half my boxers if, if you need <laughs> Yell to her. You need help? That's funny. So, look. Here's the five-minute crafts. That's when you're hoping you're not wearing a thong as a girl, I bet. You're like, oh, I should have worn granny panties <laughs> so I could have ripped them up and used, used them to wipe. Why the fuck would you ever do that? <laughs> That's a five-minute craft. Why the fuck would anyone ever want to do that? <laughs> Yo, so is and I catch myself watching these shits. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, shit. Look at this one. Oh, man. I love, do you follow him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he came to her and was like, hey, where's, where's the nails? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That is not real. That's Dude, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Straight up lying to people. Look at this shit. <clears throat> Dude, the acting is fucking on par. Dude, that's, this is what we need to do. <laughs> we need to make videos like this, like a fucking five-minute crafts like uh, parody. Look at the eggs now. Wait, what the do turned the eggs into gummies? <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god! 
<coughs> How tacky is that? He just covered his fucking toilet in foil. The fuck is wrong? Yeah, this is this is great. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is fucking hilarious. Oh wow. Oh man, that's funny. All right. Uh yeah, so that felt good opening that pack. Yeah, it did. Cause that was Rory's over here crying. Yeah, I I can't get over it. <laughs> the nails thing was fucking too much. This person, obviously, people don't fucking know what was happening, but the five minute craft was this dude needed. He ran out of nails to like nail something, so he uh, went to his wife and she took a ball of aluminum foil and put it through. A fucking garlic press, right? Mm-hmm. And it turned it into nails for him to use. <laughs> so, which must be the strongest fucking nails the ever. Strongest, right through that that yeah. trim. Yeah, it looked like trim nails. I was gonna say it looked like trim. And then nails. another one of them was uh, what they must have went out and bought some very small shot glass, like yeah. the size of Lego size shot glass. <coughs> Cut up some very small uh, orange looking eraser type things. And then put glue inside of it with some whipped cream on top or something. A yeah. safety pin. A safety as a garnish. Pin. Yeah, as a garnish. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Imagine being somebody who's like so into those five-minute crafts that when they come out, they go do them. And their house is just filled with fucking a bunch of shit. There's like a thing over. They don't have a bathroom anymore. They got the fucking the only the, thing the bucket with the noodle around it. That's how, what they shit in at home. So You've like, seen... Uh, Dinner with the smucks. Dude, I was thinking about dinner for schmucks, dude. Yo, y'all gonna stop skip look. They over here skipping me back and forth with the blue. You roll it shit. too. It's yours. Yeah, right? Just no, but dinner with the smucks. That would be perfect. No, that's Rory. exactly what I thought Have about. Have you seen too. dinner with the smucks? No. Come on, Rory. Yes, it's, yeah, it's, you need to watch it. It's hilarious. I wonder if is it streaming anywhere? I think this might be on Netflix. Netflix, I'll Hulu. Was that Galf is? Steve Carroll. Does that have uh, Paul Rudd? Does it have the dude from uh, Flight of the Concords too? Jermaine? Or am I thinking of a different movie? I'm sorry. I, can't, I wish I could answer that. Mm. Okay. No idea. Moving, moving on. Moving on up. All right. Um, you want to do some news? Let's do some news. News. A bicyclist falls to death trying to beat the Florida drawbridge. Yeah. What trying you, to jump it? I think he did. It says a bicyclist who ignored warning signs and tried to beat a Miami drawbridge slid to his own death. To his to his own death. Uh, down the rising concrete slab. Oh, so he didn't get a chance to jump it. It raced too fast and he just fell down. Oh. Uh <coughs> Fred Medina, 58, was on his morning bike ride from Adventure to Key Biscayne when he tried to make it past the drawbridge over the Miami River around 6 a.m., according to Miami police spokeswoman Kenya Falat. He tried to overtake the opening, and then he slid down the bridge and fell in between the section of the bridge that moves in the fixed part of the roadway. Damn. So he must have got crushed? Oh, God. Dude. Says here, Stephen Tenenbaum, who spoke with WSVN, 
Medina had been biking with another friend who crossed the bridge ahead of him. So he wasn't, like, keeping up, I guess. Must have been back by a bit if one dude made it and he didn't. Imagine biking with your buddy in the morning and you're like, hey, what the, the bridge? Oh, my God. I just picture them both, like, having, like, uh, headphones. headphones in. They're going. He, one of them's a little bit ahead of the other one. And he makes it pass, and then he starts gaining a lot of speed. He's like, what is it, fucking lifting up behind me? And then he, like, looks back just in time to see his buddy try to make the the, the gap. Yeah. <laughs> and just goes. <laughs> but he didn't even try to make the gap. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. He slid down. He yeah. didn't even get the, to he do must the gap. Have been, he must have been pedaling nowhere. That sucks. R.I.P. Remember when uh, we had that. Uh, Dude. I don't know if I should. You remember Sean from uh, Longhorn? Which one? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I didn't want to. Um, uh, well, you could have said dishwasher. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, who's a, yeah, yeah. Just edit that part out. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, never forget. Yeah. No remember when he was late to work because he lost the uh, upper gears on his bicycle? He couldn't make it. He was going to be late because he lost the upper gears in his bicycle. So he wasn't able to go f- as fast as normal to get to work. Oh. Dude, I have the craziest story. Whatever you want to call him. Um, Sean's story. Dishwasher story. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm driving up Sand Hill. And he's just like running. <laughs> and I'm on, I'm on my way to the same place he's going. So like I obviously stop and like, hey, you want to ride? He gets in, and I'm like, uh, "Yeah, man, you look, you look pretty wet." And he, like, <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, he goes, "Yeah, I don't think I am though." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I think I figured out a theory where uh, if you run at the right speed, you enter a different time and space where it's not raining, and so then, you know, I'm I'm dry." And I was like. No, dude, I just think you're warm, and you, and you, so you don't feel cold, but you're wet. And he's like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, okay. And that was the point when I was like, yeah, he's just. He's just not with it. That's like. He was like. You know, I remember he, we gave him a dab, and he got out of your car, and went to stand up, and just fell down. And yeah. He was just like, like <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> I would give him dab so big, he'd have to sit outside my car and just like breathe for a couple minutes. Then he'd get back in, thank me, and go back into work. <laughs> and I would know every time I did that, I'm like, I would say to myself, like, I just fucked the closers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dishes are getting done a lot slower. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked, yeah. Good guy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's good. Um, Let's see. Uh, Tussauds Waxworks uh, in San Antonio has to remove Trump figure because people keep punching it. <laughs> so the wax figure had to be removed. It says, uh, it turns out feelings run deep when it comes to Donald Trump. Who'd have thunk? Louis Tussauds, or Tussauds, I don't know how you say it, uh, Waxworks in Alamo Plaza has packed away a figure of the former reality show star turned former president after visitors took out four years' worth of frustrations on it. Says when it's a highly political figure, attacks can be a problem, said Clay Stewart, the regional manager for the museum. Yo, what's wrong with people? <laughs> yeah, people need to chill. Just 
So did the so did the wax figure get like 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 a cartoon? You know how when you, in the cartoons when you punch the cartoon in the side of the face, it gets real smushed. It says that the, over time, <laughs> did it continue to get smushed? The dummy has uh, suffered damage from both punches and scratches to its face. Well, <laughs> well, so well they're really showing him. I'm surprised they don't say kicks too. <laughs> Body's just split in half and people trying to kick him in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so it turns out that um, penis size is shrinking due to environmental pollution. <laughs> Scientist warns. It says um, these are the these are the bullet points here. The uh, pollution is disrupting and in some cases destroying our hormone balance. And. Uh, the chemicals are responsible for disrupting that uh, important hormones that are found in everyday items, including plastic containers, cleaning products, electronics, body care <laughs> products, such as shampoos and skin care and more. So they're doing irreparable harm to our bodies. I'm going to just keep my mouth shut. And this, um, this is a serious emergency. Uh, one important and devastating fact that the scientist who goes by the name of Shana Swan <laughs> points out in her book is that sperm levels have dropped 60% since 1973. And that's an average of a 1.25% drop per year, which is pretty scary. It's pretty scary. Yo, if we continue on this path, shit. sperm levels could become non-existent by 2045. So, so wait, 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 this was a, uh, is a study done by a woman. Yeah, but wait, Women are especially affected by this is the next bullet point. It's not just men that are seeing lower fertility rates. Women are also suffering considering that women have a much smaller window in which they can have a child in the first place. In some parts of the world, uh, the average 20-something woman today is less fertile than her grandmother was at 35. So, yep. Yeah, and like the title says, bullet point number four, even men's penis sizes are changing because of PFOAs and other chemicals. The uh, men's penis sizes are shrinking across the board as well as the volume of the testes. Swan <laughs> finds this. While this may be a more of a vanity issue than a practical one, the fact that human physiology is being irrevocably altered by environmental pollution is a serious concern, and it's unbelievable that more isn't being done to stop it. <laughs> Sexual desires are also being impacted is bullet point number five. <laughs> As Swan explained in the interview with The Intercept, <laughs> yes, we found a relationship between women's flatulent levels and their sexual satisfaction. And researchers in China found that workers with higher levels of bisphenol A, commonly known as BPA, in their blood were more likely to have sexual problems, including decreased desire. And bullet point number six, more legislation is needed to help curb these serious issues. So, yeah, stop the pollution of your skin and of the world and of everything, you know? So when you first started reading this to me, I was like, all right, this is a guy's, like, this is his excuse, right? Like, so <laughs> like, he's, like, he's like, all right, guys, all right, all right, I got it. So my reasoning behind why I have a small penis is, and it came <laughs> up with <laughs> But then you said it's a woman, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's. So maybe it could be, like, a. Uh, that's a. I'm just thinking in terms of humor here. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just, I, I don't even know. That's 
It's interesting. It's quite the uh, quite the top news. And the studies. One of the funniest yeah, studies that I've ever heard of is the penis size study. Because when in your life do you ever get your dick measured by somebody? That's what I was going to say, too. And no point. Are, do you, are you ever go to the doctor and they're like, uh, for national uh, statistical <laughs> reasons. <laughs> we need to measure. Because of potential environmental pollution. Your dick. We need to get you. Uh, and then they're like, oh, and it needs to get hard. And the, the, <laughs> the volume. You're like, wait, excuse me? <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're not measuring flaccid penises around here. We need to know how large they are hard. Because we need to know if the environment is... Uh, Affecting that and the volume of <laughs> the reputation yeah. of the whole of, s- of your ball, <laughs> yeah. The reputation of the whole sex <laughs> <laughs> relies on you getting hard here and performing your best. So, this is also to see if you have any erectile dysfunction disorders because if you can't get hard in front of me, how are you going to get hard? In front Does of the here? study go off the porn industry? Yeah, they just, yeah, that would be a little skewed, I think. I can't breathe. Yeah, oh, be a little shit. skewed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next headline. Pensacola mother and daughter hacked the student accounts for homecoming votes. I believe this actually happened in my high school. A girl, I won't mention her name, uh, was like part of the high school committee, like the, the yearbook committee that did all this stuff. And when they were like counting the votes, she counted herself as like, um, like best. Uh, what was like the attractive one like best most eyes or something. most attractive is that what was that one i don't think there was a most attractive i one feel like that's yeah not what it definitely it was. had like best eyes there was a few different um, but basically most popular and yeah the drama in my graduating year was best couple Ooh, who won no no you don't want to say no well, don't say, no, don't say. I'll, I'll, no, oh! I, I wouldn't because i no i wouldn't no but do it, i'll oh. say this i'll say this because the, we can bleep it, it out it was like the like she was like a head cheerleader and he was like the one of the main football players like that oh yeah like the like the, he was the, the football guy. player, yeah. And then, dude, like this, like this girl that was like these two people that like both finished top ten of our class, who just randomly started dating, like the senior year, had like just randomly won it. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's so cute and wholesome. Let's just give it to them." And the cheerleader girl was in, like the head of the yearbook, and she's like, oh. "Pissed." <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, who do they think they are? She turned. <laughs> she turned. I've been carry. with him since oh. like, yeah. like seventh grade. <laughs> oh, since seventh grade. Wow. Oh, I've seen his penis slowly decline in size due to environmental pollution. <laughs> and I <laughs> turning to carry. Yeah, yeah. But that, but what they? Uh, you think they hacked the vote? You think she rigged the vote? They, she didn't in this one. This girl she couldn't. Didn't? No, I. They they caught this person. Really? Yeah, they recounted, and she. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah, <clears throat> they recounted. That was when it was by tally. You got to destroy the evidence. <laughs> See, I counted it. She ripped it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so Pensacola mother and daughter were arrested by the FDLE on Monday for unauthorized access into hundreds of student accounts, allegedly using the access to cast fraudulent homecoming court votes. What? Agents with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement arrested Laura Rose Carroll, 50 years old, and her 17 year old daughter, Emily Rose Grover, on. One count each of offensive against offenses against users of computers, computer systems, computer networks, and electronic devices, which is a third degree felony. <laughs> also, unlawful use of a two way communications device, also a third degree felony. Criminal use of personally identifiable information, as well as a th- that's also a third degree felony. But what's what's better, third degree or first? 
first degree like uh third degree third degree is it's it's like first degree is worse first degree is like you done fucked up bad yeah like like first degree murder yeah is like worse than third degree yes because you think like third degree would be like i leveled up i i beat first degree murder beat second degree murder (laughs) now i'm on third degree you're thinking like a pyramid it goes down it goes down okay uh well this one conspiracy to commit these offenses that's a first degree misdemeanor. Oh, it's a misdemeanor though. Fuck them. I know that's less. Anyways, the investigation began in November. Yeah, that's them. Oh, she a minor. They can't show her picture. They can now. She a minor. The investigation began in November 2020 when the Escambia County School District contacted FDLE to report unauthorized access into hundreds of student accounts. So what they was trying to do? Let's see here. It says, Carol was an assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary School while her daughter was a student at Tate High School. The investigation found that Carol and her daughter had accessed student focus accounts. The FDLE says in a release that Carol had district-level access to the school board's focus program, which is the school's district's student information system. Focus users are required to change their password every 45 days, and Carol's annual training for the staff responsible use of guidelines for technology was up to date. I don't know what that means. Um, so that means she must have access she to access all the, Oh, okay. Says um, the FDLE says that in October 2020, hundreds of votes for Tate High School's homecoming court voting were flagged as fraudulent as 117 votes originated from the same IP address within a short period of time. So they caught her because they could tell where the votes were coming from. From like hmm. what IP address it says uh, Grover was named Tate High School's 2020 ho- uh, homecoming queen, so that's what they were doing, trying to get her to become homecoming queen. Wow! Could you imagine caring about something so much in <laughs> that after you leave high school or after that night in high school doesn't even fucking matter anymore? Literally, don't even know. Did they still do that? Did they we do, have a homecoming like, dude, king I queen? I I can't name the who yeah. fucking. It was probably that girl that got upset she didn't win a couple of the. Uh, Last couple. I can't imagine who would. I don't know. Seems a little ridiculous. Homecoming queen. Was is it ever as big a deal as the movies have ever made it out to make it be? I don't think so. Yeah, like I don't think can't anyone's ever. Can't imagine it's that cool. Who knows? Um, you could put. She could put in her resume on her future so relationships. <laughs> I was homecoming queen in 2020. You need to marry me. Yeah, I have I mean, a feeling that this girl's going. You can't from leave this point. me. I was homecoming queen in 2020. I feel like it would also be more of like a brag for like a flex, for like a guy. Like, yeah, my wife. Yeah, she won. You know, she won homecoming queen in high school, and now she. So, you know what I mean? I think it'd be more. Of yeah, like a flex I really feel like, like that probably would be used more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, so like, and so it's like, yeah, she's just kind of been a hottie her whole life. <laughs> Yeah, I just read a book actually. Or she used to look better than this man. She was homecoming queen. <laughs> <laughs> she was homecoming yeah. queen in twenty twenty. She hasn't always been like this. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't always looked like this. But hold on, let me get a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah but back in twenty twenty, her mom actually cheated and made her a fucking uh, <laughs> honey, homecoming queen. So, honey, can you grab that picture of you in, in twenty twenty? Yeah, I got a feeling that uh, yeah, this this is the kind of mom that would be uh, in her. Daughter's business later on in life too. Oh, oh hell yeah! Yeah, 
Yeah, she's homecoming queen. The mom's around quite a bit. I won't lie. She's pretty involved. (laughs) (laughs) So we've been talking about the NFT craze. Yeah. Yeah, we have. Um, Which I tried to get two more drops of NBA Top Shot throughout the week. Didn't get in on either one of the drops. Someone had an interesting perspective on the NFTs that I heard on a podcast or something. And it was that you can like... Anybody could take a picture of the Mona Lisa, but only one person owns it. And that's pretty much like the same with like an NFT. When you buy an NFT. Like how many pictures can you find of a famous piece of art and just have it? Like a print of it. Fucking a Van Gogh, like Starry Night or whatever. Right. I think I hope that's a Van Gogh, otherwise I'm like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) A Van Gogh, Starry Night. I really hope that's (laughs) whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and like it's on a dorm wall. Like it's the same with the NFT. Like you, like anybody can like have a picture of that NFT, but you're the one that owns it. Right. Yeah. And if, and also, could the NFTs just be translated into like live gifts you could hang on a wall? Because that could be something I would get behind, like gift posters. Oh yeah. Like, wouldn't that be cool? I think it would be. Uh. uh well, a NYC film director has sold a fart for eighty-five dollars, cashing in on the NFT craze. That's right. He, uh, huh. quote, if people are selling digital art and gifts, why not sell farts? <laughs> Alex Ramirez Malice 36 said about his dank addition to the blockchain-based NFT market. Is that how you... Has anybody ever described a fart as dank? Because that's not, not something I like at all. I don't like that either. Yeah. Like, somebody was like, oh, bro, oh, that was dank. I'd be like, can you not, dude? That's fucking disturbing. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, <laughs> definitely, like what, what's, like, the true definition of dank? Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's blurring the lines at that like, point because like the true I've always considered it, like, oh, shit, that's dank. And like, I don't think I'd ever, like, rip ass and then be like... <laughs> Yeah, that's dank. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think like it's like, like what the fuck are you talking about? I once like read in school. I had remember I had to read out loud, and they used dank to describe like the smell of a ship. The, the ship was dank. I always thought it was weird. Oh yeah, maybe like it's wet. Like or it's, it's like something it's with like dank. dank. That's damp, right? Dank, like <laughs> dense, uh, wet, and moist is like the best way I can describe that. And it stank so good, which is yeah. like a very <laughs> disgusting way to describe a fart. <laughs> dank. I never stank so good. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so it says, yeah, the Brooklyn-based film director is simultaneously mocking and attempting to profit off the cryptocurrency uh, craze for uh, <clears throat> non-fungible tokens, also known as NFTs, by selling a year's worth of fart audio clips recorded in quarantine. So he's got more for sale if anyone's interested. Just um, a compilation of farts. Yeah, his <laughs> NFT called uh, One Calendar Year of Recorded Farts. Oh, it, maybe it has already. S- oh, shit. So it's it's a, is it calendar? I don't know, but it says... Uh, Each day a different fart? That'd be great. <laughs> it uh, says that... Uh, anyways, uh, One Calendar Year of Recorded Farts, which is the name of his NFT, began incubating in... March 2020, when at the beginning of the global coronavirus pandemic, Ramirez, Malas, and four of his friends began sharing recordings of their farts to a group chat on WhatsApp. Uh, on the on the one year anniversary of the U.S. COVID nineteen quarantine this month, by which point, what the? 
I don't <laughs> at know. what point would you ever be imagine if I started ripping ass and sending you guys that Dude, on the group chat that's what I'm imagining right now if we started farting and sending it in the group chat I would be like I think I might have to be, get out of this. I mean, dude, I, like, like, <laughs> what have I created? I love the group. I love the little family that I've created that we've created in that group chat. I think the the memes and the jokes are fucking great. But if somebody started ripping ass on there and just like, I'm in too deep. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> dude, I was hesitant far. on some of the memes I sent. I was like, I don't hope this isn't too. No, really keep them going. Too raunchy. Keep them coming. Yo, speaking of raunchy, right? You ever seen Paradise PD? Yes, on Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Yo, I don't know uh, if I've seen it. That shit is crazy, like over the top, crazy over the top, but it's funny as hell. I haven't watched it in a while. I'm trying to remember. I watched it when there was two seasons of it. It's four now. Is it four now? Yes. Um. It, Watch it, watch it, definitely watch it. I'm can't Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, on the one year anniversary of the U.S. COVID nineteen quarantine this month, by which point Ramirez Malice said he could darn near identify members of the group by their farts alone. See, that's not something I'm comfortable with (laughs) at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's like we all get, we finally all get together, and that's what we do. We're we're blindfolding each other. All right, that's all right. the sketch. We all have to be like, yo, tonight, dude, remember we're all getting together tomorrow, so uh, bean it up. Eat some beans, mate, or whatever you got to do, bro. We need some nice ass rips tomorrow, bros. Get your farts let's together. Some, yeah, let's get some dank ones. Pre-game it. That dank together. That dank stank. <laughs> and someone just walks in like, oh, it's too dank. And like, yeah, it says. Um, that's fucked. Yeah, so by the end of uh, the quarantine, he, he could darn near identify members of the group by their farts alone. Ramirez Malas and his fellow farters compiled the recordings into a 52-minute master collection audio file. Now the top bid for the file is currently $183. Individual fart recordings are also available for 0.05 Ethereum uh, or about $85 a pop. How much Ethereum? 0.05. Ethereum is pretty expensive. So. Yeah, that, it, that I can't imagine. Yeah, because if it's 0.05, that's and that equals to $85. That's, yeah. In February, is that like two grand for one Ethereum coin? That's uh, one thing that I like to put that is like in the fellow, in his fellow farters, I think would be like a good, like uh, old time, like, Band name like Rory and his fellow farters, <laughs> the founding farters, the founding farters, the founding farters, the founding farters would be pretty good. George too. Washington and the founding farters. <laughs> George Washington. All right, yeah. um, so let's do this one. Joe Exotic reflects on a year since Tiger King debuted. Mm. Says it's been a hell of a year. So uh, we've all seen it. Obviously. Did, we all did you see it? Last time no. you, you didn't watch it. No, I've seen it. Yeah, you did? I've okay. seen it, yeah. I, watch I watched it, it during quarantine. Uh, you did see it, you said? No. Oh, wow. Never seen it. Never seen it. Nope. Well, I mean, you know, he's basically, uh, this article, I just brought it up because I figured it would be good to bring up the old Joe Exotic again. He basically, uh, he's serving a 22-year sentence. Says that it's been hell since he's been in there, since the 
since the show's aired. He's, because he's finally famous. Yeah. <laughs> now he's in jail. Yeah. And uh, basically he's upset about the fact that uh, Donald Trump didn't pardon him. And he was basically using him as advertisement and then left him there. And oh, he's yeah. hoping that President Biden and uh, Vice President Harris will do the right thing and just let him out. Why is he in jail? For uh, conspiracy. He's more or less selling tiger cubs. You're not supposed to just like be selling, like breeding and then selling tiger cubs. And so then he got like, caught selling tiger cubs? Yeah, and then illegally like killing and disposing of tigers. And they gave him 22 years? Mm, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but he had like, it's, I mean, he had, like he was the, the number one tiger breeder in the in the United States. Oh, like, he was? Yeah, like the, there's like a woman who owns tigers here in Maine, in Mount yeah. Vernon. Yeah. He like, he sold her, her tiger. And so it went from coast to coast, from, like, Maine to California. He was selling people tigers. Oh, shit. And uh, they basically, like, the whole documentary is about the show is about how, like, they kind of used this, like, bullshit, like, conspiracy for murder case to, like, get him on the tiger cub shit. But I did feel bad for him that <laughs> the whole pardon thing, because, like, he had, like, a limo and a hairdresser and a makeup guy on standby for when he thought he was going to get pardoned by Donald Trump. And Donald Trump's like... Nah, Kodak Black and Little Wayne. Well, you guys get, get, get pardoned. Oh. But not Joe Exotic. <laughs> Dude, the Kodak Black one kills me. Like, yeah. Dude, it's like, wow, God. he's not even that famous. He, who did He's he, pretty famous. I know, but like, he hasn't been for that long. Like, yeah. to the point where, like, it's crazy that, like, and his, his, think his, about how many other rappers he could have pardoned. No, but his, dude, Kodak Black's rap sheet of crimes is. Fucking insane. If you look up the shit Kodak Black's done, it's like driving down an interstate with a loaded gun and a stolen car with someone tied up in the trunk, and he's 14, like 15 years old. It's like, what? Like, oh, shit. Like, and then, like, but he gets pardoned by the president? I think it's crazy. And so I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, a dad was arrested after bringing his toddler into elephant habitat at California Zoo. Says a witness said the man tripped and dropped his child as the elephant charged toward him, creating a tense standoff between man and beast. Uh, a father is facing a child endangerment charge for allegedly bringing his two-year-old into an uh, elephant habitat at the San Diego Zoo on Friday. Police say an elephant became upset after seeing the man and child in his habitat. This afternoon, this was March 19th, 2021, two guests despite multiple barriers, purposely and illegally trespassed into a habitat which is home to our Asian and African elephants. San Diego Zoo security promptly responded to the incident, but the guest had already exited the habitat. Both the elephant and the guest were unharmed. San Diego Police Department is on site, and we will follow their guidance, the zoo said in a statement. Let's see. uh, They're banned. Yeah, I'd say so. What's up with people going into the zoo exhibits? Haven't didn't people learn yeah. from Harambe? Yeah, you told. Says uh, San Diego Police Department Sergeant Ariel Savage, or Savage, said the elephant appeared as if it wanted to charge at the father and toddler. But a witness described a scarier situation. Matthew Pasiglia, pa- it's Pasiglia. I don't know what I said <laughs> I was the gonna, first time. I was <laughs> Pasiglia. What did I say before? I don't, I don't mean to. I, I think I was like adding like a like a 
Fusili type of thing. Like, dude, dude. I don't mean to go Italian off, accent. off topic here, dude, but <laughs> listening to past podcasts, dude, you're like the fucking, you should have a crown for like mispronunciation of like words. Yeah. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I imagine. You're fucking, it cracks me up. Thanks. They should call me out. <laughs> No, it's good. It's funny. Now, now he's gonna have a complex. <laughs> I, 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 I'm I'm reading some weird names here. Pasaglia, Pasiglia. No, I'd probably do the same thing. Um. Anyways, a lot of people froze and didn't know really how to take it in. Then immediately, everyone was pleading with him, and then it became frantic and hysterical. Pasiglia said. Pasiglia, I got that. Pasiglia. Um. What happened next stunned everyone. It was a big roar from the elephant. Stuck its head uh, up in the air in its tusk, and he started trotting towards him. Trotting isn't charging, is it? No. no. Trot, yeah. Imagine if you were like, oh, dude, so fucked up. I had an elephant trotting at me. I don't think I'd be that scared. I'd be like, dude, oh, I don't you got to gotta sell me in a little bit more. <laughs> Running, charging. Yeah, that would be... Uh, anyways, scary. other witnesses rushed to help the man, according to Pasiglia. But as he was running away, he tripped and dropped his toddler. Pasiglia said the elephant came within five feet. Whoa. That's pretty close. I saw a picture of an elephant the other day next to a human, and they're pretty fucking big. Yeah, they are. They're huge. I didn't think it was going to end well. There was a moment when the elephant had the option, and luckily the elephant took a second guess, and there was confusion right there on the floor with them. Damn. The man managed to hand his child off and made it to safety just before the elephant reached the fence. Elephant has a conscience. The tusk actually protruded out the other end. Oh, so damn. He ran out. He did He did actually charge, I'd say, if the tusk went through the fence or whatever. How much longer do you think zoos will be a thing? I don't know. Zoos and aquariums. Aren't a lot of them, like, Kind of, uh, I mean, the circus is kind of well, uh, but don't like a lot of them help like rehabilitate animals. <clears throat> Usually, if they're in a zoo, it's because they can't go back into the wild, right? So, I mean, at that point, I mean, I guess I think that it's there's a problem if they're like just like breeding animals to keep in a zoo or something and, like that, or like just constantly taking them from, yeah, like a zoo would be cool if it was. Maybe using whatever money it gets donated to maybe going to a place where there was, I don't know, like maybe like places where they knew there was injured <laughs> animals or something. And they could, maybe if people like reported it and they could go and save those instead of just breeding. I don't know how it works. Maybe that is what they do. Well, they've proven that you can't reintroduce a certain animals to the world. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. The last thing I want to show you guys. It's something that I saw that was crazy. It's not, like, f- funny at all, but it's fucking nuts. This is a video that was captured on uh, somebody's doorbell camera, and it happened in uh, Miami. There was a plane that crashed into a car, so. Oh, snap. Someone just probably died there? The people in the plane have died, though. There was a... Um, a mother and a child, I believe, in the car, and they're just, they're injured. I'm not sure. The extent? Yeah. That's it didn't crazy. say in there, but That's that shit's nuts. Plain That's like an unreal 
view of what what happened. What happened. Well, that's how everyone's got those doorbell cameras now, dude. And, like, look at the after effects. Like, this is obviously not from the doorbell anymore. This is great <laughs> for the audio, people. But I wanted to show you guys a this. A plane just, like, falling out of the sky and hitting, like, the back end of a car. And you can see it like you're standing Yeah, basically it looks like they were coming in. It looks like there's a fence here. I'm wondering if that's the landing place and something happened maybe when they were going the to. wind pulled to, them to the side or something. Yeah, because they just crash into the road, pretty much. Planes are terrible. Right, you know, like, it looks like a pretty, like, suburban area, too. Yeah. There's houses all around, so. That's how Florida is, though. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, that's right. Um, so that's pretty much uh, the regular news, but I got some entertainment news. Oh, oh. Uh, Toys R Us is coming back again. New owner plans to open stores in North America. Says Toys R Us is looking to mount another comeback. The retail chain is planning to open stores in North America again under the new ownership of WHP Global, which is a New York-based brand management company. WHP announced Monday in a press release that it has acquired a controlling interest in True Kids, the parent company of Toys R Us. Babies are us and Jeffrey the Giraffe brands. I didn't know that Jeffrey was his own brand, but fuck yeah, Jeffrey the Giraffe. Uh, we're in the brand business, and Toys R Us is the single most credible, trusted, and beloved toy brand in the world. WHP Chairman and CEO Yehuda Schmidman. Hmm. Do you think that sounds right? I don't know. Oh, I'm looking at you, grammar police. <laughs> uh, we're coming off a year where these toys are just on. Fire and Toys R Us, the U.S. is really a blank canvas. Do you think that there's even a market for? Well, I think, I think that what Toys R Us needs to do, brick and mortar, cater to adults as well. Because we're the ones who keep buying the fucking. Uh, obviously, this nostalgia craze is going to continue to create tons of collectors out of the people who did it as a kid. It's like a. Now we have the money. I can go buy fucking. But you know what I mean. It's like, like weird. What's the key to brick and mortar stores staying successful? Would it have to be in store exclusives that you couldn't buy stuff? I think in store. So and then you have in store exclusives are huge for those types of things. And then limit the amount of stores per state. So like Maine will only get one Toys R Us, and then they only get so many of that limited supply. So people have to come from all over the state if they want to get that one Christmas toy for their like. That's the only way a brick and mortar store could be successful. Yeah, but then you have. The resellers. Yeah, that's definitely it would be a but, problem. But the brick and mortar store is still making their money from when they're selling those in store exclusives. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So it says right here that uh Schmidman laid out a plan for Toys R Us stores to reopen in North America sometime ahead of this this coming holiday season. That means these locations could take the form of flagships or pop ups, airport shops or mini stores within other retailers, which is something I had heard that they were looking to do partner with some sort of like other brand and have Toys R Us like a section or you know what I mean like yeah. be it which I've seen other I went to uh, Home Goods TJ Maxx mm -hmm. maybe something like that where it's like TJ Maxx in the front and then you get to the back and it's Home Goods anyways yeah Toys R Us originally closed its 700 final stores in North yeah see 700 that's, that's, so, that's so, so many, many stores, stores dude like I could see you having like multiple stores in a state like Florida. 
Texas, California. California. Yeah, and but the thing about like, it, like a couple in New York City. If you think about like if you did a hundred stores in California, Florida, and Texas, you know, they're your biggest states mm-hmm. that you could think of. There's still four hundred other stores with that you could scatter. And I know Maine doesn't need more than two. I think New Hampshire would need more than two. Yeah. Rhode Island, you know, all the New England states wouldn't need more than one or two, you'd mm-hmm. think. Maybe when you get into New York, obviously that one would have quite a few. Massachusetts, you could throw a bunch in. Like You'd also have to take into consideration like the size of the state. Like Maine like isn't that big of a state. Like I think and, Dunkin' and Donuts past. will ever have a huge crash. Because think about how many of those there are. Uh, I think, I don't think... I don't more know. people go to Dunkin' Donuts, and they're more convenient. Exactly. Like people aren't shopping for toys every day, but people are like, oh, I need my coffee every single day. Right, but didn't everyone need coffee back in the day, too? Like, Dunkin' Donuts wasn't always that popular. But Dunkin' Donuts has been pretty popular for a while. A long time now, yeah. And then, I mean, you stop at a gas station and get coffee. People always stop at gas stations yeah. and get coffee. Yeah. So it's like, I think Dunkin' will stay. Just for always super popular. I mean, you're seeing, like, the rise of other coffee Maybe chains. That's Maybe what I'm saying. Uh-huh. You see Starbucks. I like Aroma, Aroma Joe's the best. Aroma I was going to say Aroma Joe's is kind of like blossoming. Yeah, that's why I wonder if you'll start. Like now that Dunkin' Donuts isn't the only place. Like back a few years ago, you'd think like if somebody was like, I'm going to go get a nice coffee or go get a coffee. What do you want? People would automatically assume you're going to Dunkin' Donuts. Or at least around here. I'm not sure how it is everywhere. We're talking about Maine. But like now I would be like, well, where are you going? Are you going to Aroma Joe's? Are you going to Starbucks? Or are you going to Dunkin' Donuts? So it's kind of weird, like... No Timmy's. No Timmy's, yeah. You lost Timmy's? I used to, The only thing that was cool about Timmy's was 24 hours, and whenever I was really hungry, like, late at night, they had the fucking sandwiches yeah, that they would make all night long. Egg-salad like, sandwiches. Yeah. They had good egg-salad sandwiches. Not egg-salad, chicken-salad sandwiches. Oh, I was going to say egg-salad, no. Yeah, chicken-salad. Chicken-salad sandwiches, yep. Good at night. I used to get the turkey club, I think it was. Yeah. So, Toys R Us, coming back. That's cool. Another uh, comeback. The King of the Hill uh, animated series is uh, in talks to be revived. It says, King of the Hill returns, question mark. Animated revival series is in hot negotiations 15 years later. So, is it going to pick up where it left off, or is it going to be 15 years later? It says, uh, King of the Hill may be the latest animated sitcom to return to the air. Writer Brent Forrester has revealed creators Mike Judge and Greg Daniels are currently in hot negotiations to revive the popular Fox series. You couldn't have Lucky in it anymore. I am sure Greg Daniels and Mike Judge will murder me for sharing this, but hell yes, Forrester writes, they are in hot negotiations to bring back King of the Hill. The Trump administration made it suddenly very relevant again. The characters have all aged 15 years. The project is so good. Okay, I've said too much. So, there you go. They've all aged 15 years. Maybe that's a way to get around any... Uh, Fucking Dale's going to be, like, obsessed with QAnon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It says says, uh, the original King of the Hill aired for 13 seasons on Fox from uh, 1997 to 2009. Do you remember this? Sorry. Do you remember the season finale? Big reveal of King of the Hill. No, I didn't watch it too much as a kid. It was one of the shows that I watched like every once in a while, so I don't have like the whole series as a sequential type of thing yeah. to go off. Well, you know what Hank did for a living? Yeah, he didn't like, sell propane or something. Yeah, you know what Dale did for a living? 
He was an exterminator. Okay, yeah. And then Bill was, um, can't remember what Bill was, but then only ever revealed what Boomhauer did once, and it was in the very last episode. Of the show? Yeah. And so I wonder if like, that would be a part of the show now. What is he? Well, you didn't watch it. What am I, like the spoiler? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ready? Spoiler alert. He's a... Oh, shit. He's a Texas State Trooper. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder if that'd be part of the show now. Maybe it could be. I mean, it would fit in today's... So 15 years later, how old, how old are they? Um, I think they're in... Uh, I don't know. Bobby was like... In middle school or high school or something? Yeah, he was like... 15, 16. I think they'd be like maybe 50s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, did you ever play PlayStation VR at all? Nope. A little bit. You, you played it? Yeah. Well, they're making a second one. Mm-hmm. PlayStation VR 2, and they released uh, what the controllers <laughs> look like. And, uh, oh, and they're trying to make a video here, but... um. Yeah, they're basically, have you seen the Oculus Quest? I've seen, like, the Oculus things, but I've never actually like, They're very them. similar to to that. Uh, do you have any interest in VR at all? No, I don't. No? What about you? You think you'd, uh, no. It, that's oh, what they look shit. like. Oh, 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 it's going to pop back up, I hope. That was quick, yep. Okay, those are the paddles. Yeah. Mm. Those are the pa- That's an old school thing to say. Uh, Those are the paddles. Paddles. <laughs> yeah, pass me the clicker. <laughs> clicker. <laughs> yeah, the paddles. But yeah, I thought that was cool. I mean, I've never actually gotten too into it. It could be fun, I guess. I just haven't been in the experience that it has been fun. I played, uh, I got the kids the Oculus Quest, and I played a few games on there. And I won't lie, I played... Uh, the, uh, there's a Star Wars Vader Immortal game, and it's pretty dope to, like, be in a VR and, like, look around and, like, you look like you're, a, you know, like a Jedi, and mm. you got the, you, like, flick a thing on the thing, and it lights up your lightsaber, and you're, I was, I imagine it looks great. I want to have a video of somebody, like, maybe me, me in, the, right in the backyard, like, <laughs> Like and I'm I'm just doing it and somebody's like up here like just recording me and being like my neighbor is pretty fucking weird you know <laughs> what I mean like <laughs> I have watched videos where it's like it's like a challenge where it's like everyone's sitting in a room and then like you're all in VR and like a gun gets put down in front of you and then like, the magazine's out of the gun and you have to put the magazine in the gun and then cock back the gun and then like shoot shoot and kill someone yeah but, like it's really it's like not that easy yeah like to do like it's like really hard for these jets like. Have your hand open and then close yeah. and then pick it up. And yeah. so it looks like it'd be really interesting. Yeah. Some of them are pretty. Some of the games that I've played are, the controls are a little weird. But other ones yeah. are really cool. So, uh, Do you guys ever watch Avatar, Last Airbender? Yes. You like it? I loved it. Yeah. Well, they're planning an Avatar, The Last Airbender universe with multiple series and movies to be released. It says the first of these projects is set to enter production later this year. It's no surprise. No, not really. And then they also, I know they're coming out with a Netflix uh, live-action series, right? Correct? I've heard that, but that's just a terrible idea. I don't know why they'd ever do that. 
says uh, Netflix has also uh, a live action adaption of Avatar The Last Airbender in works. However, the original series creators, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Konietzko. Killing it, dude. Look at that one. That's that's what mm-hmm. I'm working with. That's what I'm working Coney with. Let's go, right? Coney let's go. 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 K-O-N-I-E-T-Z-K-O. Oh, yeah, you're killing it. Talk. It says uh, they departed the project last June. Whenever the original creators depart a project, it usually... Did you watch Avatar The Last Airbender? Yeah, I've seen it, but... Um, me and Rick... Started rewatching it and didn't get too far. She thought she was going to be more interested in it, I think, than she was. She didn't like the animation. Really? Who's your. Did you forget to pick a favorite character or anything? Uh, no. No. No, because when I was. When it first came out, it was on Nickelodeon. Oh, it's still on Nickelodeon, I imagine. Um, <laughs> but it was kind of like in that phase of my life where I was like. I think it was high school so i was like not paying attention to daily episodes it was just when i would i knew that everyone thought it was cool so i'd watch it when it was on mm-hmm. it's got some i never watched the legend of Korra either at I, all. yeah i've just read about it i'm just a huge huge Toph fan who's that it's like the that guy in avatar it's a girl yeah it's the do you watch avatar a lot yeah but i don't remember their names it's like the, the earthbender that's in their group of people Teaches the Avatar how to earthbend. Oh, dope. Uh, and then the last little bit, uh, Ace Ventura 3 is in development from Sonic the Hedgehog writers. That's so crazy. Looks, yeah. So a third Ace Ventura film is in the works and is being written by the writers behind 2020's Sonic the Hedgehog film. The news was revealed in an interview conducted by distributor Park Circus focusing on the production company Morgan Creek. Huh. Which produced the original Ace Ventura films. Hmm. What do you think about that? Ace Ventura. What's your favorite Ace Ventura as stands already? Pet Detective. I like Pet Detective a lot, too. It was Pet Detective and then When Nature Calls, right? Oh. I'd have to rewatch them, I guess, to really pick a favorite one. I, As a kid, I remember just popping in either one of them and just... Losing, just losing. Losing. Losing track of time. Yeah, just <laughs> losing track of time. I feel like I can't even differentiate which ones was which. Really? Yeah. yeah Pet Detective, by far, I think. I always like Pet Detective because it had so much to do with sports. Yeah. So. And I like animals and sports. So, What's your favorite uh, uh, animal? Or animal Sport playing animal My in history. Sport playing animal? Yeah. Tiger. Oh, just any tiger? Yeah. Oh. What you mean? Like, I like meant airbutt. Like a sp- <laughs> Oh, oh, like <laughs> I meant, like, yeah. I or know. maybe even Teen Wolf. Because he was half animal. He was like, I don't wolf. really have one. Oh. Then there was that monkey that played hockey, too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, MVP, most valuable primate. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. You don't remember? What about uh, my favorite animal movie is Homeward Bound? Oh, yeah. Uh. He said, Oh, yeah. What did, what did I disappoint you? No, I'm just thinking of animal movies now. And whenever uh. I think about animal movies, I think about Polly, one of the only movies that ever made me cry. 
Pauly. You know what Pauly is? Yeah. Bird. <laughs> about the parrot. Yeah, yeah no, what he wanted him. Yep. <laughs> You're getting me, making me emotional over here. Yeah, no. Don't, don't quit choking up over yeah. there. Oh, God, Pauly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> crying, crying, laughing. Uh, <laughs> Cry over sadness. Yeah, Polly. Polly. This podcast has really had your at all spare. Yeah, it's good. Well, Homer Bell made me cry, so. Yeah. What movie made you cry, Logan? Um, None that I'm willing to, like, admit. (laughs) (laughs) None that I'm willing to admit. What's that? There was one. uh, uh, It was the... (laughs) So fucking stupid. It's the dog movie with Frankie Muniz and he had Eddie. Not Eddie. It was um. Oh shit! My dog Skip. I think it's what it was called. Oh no! Any movie with a dog. If there's anything sad that happens uh, to a dog, it's, uh, you know, the I only mean, reason why I didn't cry when I watched John Wick was because I just knew he was gonna get revenge. Yeah. I just said I don't need to cry. John Wick's gonna make this up for me. Fucking what? <laughs> what's the Russian word for boogeyman that they called him? The uh, the uh, Babadook or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You excited? This is going to be fucking Keanu Reeves' year. It's already been his. It's his no, millennium. No, no, no. It's Keanu Reeves' millennium. Dude, The yeah. Matrix, John Wick 4, and Bill and Ted's all in the same year. I never even seen John Wick. I should watch it. Oh, yeah. oh my yeah. fucking God, oh, dude. Yeah. All, all of, of them. them. All of them. Every yeah. single one of yeah, them. Yeah, you're going to be like, how times. could this get any better? And guess what? They get fucking better yeah. every time. I'm a huge fan of John Wick. Like, I it blew my mind. Like, when I... I think I watched the third one is coming out, and I kept seeing previews for it. I was like, this movie looks fucking badass, dude. dude. I was like, I got to check these out. So I just went and bought the first two and watched them one night. And it was to the point where, like, people were coming over to my house for, like, a few weeks later. I was like, dude, I got to show you guys this movie. (laughs) And I'd watch, like, a whole movie with people that were coming out because coming over. They're like, I didn't really commit to this when I said I wanted to chill for a little bit. I'm not going to Rory's anymore. (laughs) (laughs) He makes me watch a whole entire feature film. A trilogy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It was to the point where, like, after we'd watch the first one, they would be impressed. I'd be like, isn't that fucking badass? And they'd be like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. I was like... You want to watch the you next one? You want to watch me to throw it? You want me to throw it too? You want to watch chapter two? And they're like, oh, man, I would, but... And then you get the plethora of excuses, you know, like, I'm not a real man, <laughs> or uh, I got to get home, I got to I gotta go, I don't know. Oh, now, as man, good as... I got to get dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'm, oh, my girl wants me to get home and get dinner. Ready, or I got to go pick up my kids. It's like, okay. Shut the yeah, whatever. Just go watch Just John Wick 2. I know what you're going to do. You're going to go rent it and watch it at your own home. <laughs> you don't want to watch it with me. It's fine. Dude, is John Wick your favorite Keanu Reeves movies ever? I, would, I mean, everyone hates on The Matrix. Well, they don't hate on The Matrix, but they hate on Matrix 2 and 3. Can I, can I tell you mine real quick? Yeah. Hardball. <laughs> can I tell you mine real quick? <laughs> Replacements. Replacements. <laughs> you like sports movies. You must have loved that movie. The replacements. I'm not a movie guy. Really, I oh, I remember movie. the replacements, but I thought Hardball was significantly better than the replacements. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you, Hardball made me cry. That's a movie that made me cry. Damn. Okay, I got to think of another one that made me cry. Uh, I'm not a movie guy. So have you ever, you've never seen Hardball? No. Keanu Reeves coaches at inner city Chicago little league team. Oh, wow. oh, it'll break your heart. With um, no, that's not that movie. You watch The Blind Side. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, I haven't seen the one. So. I haven't seen that one. So that's yeah, why. I, yeah, no. <laughs> You're like angry, but it <laughs> didn't make me cry. 
It didn't make you cry. Didn't make me no. cry. No, it's not it's, worthy of. I mean, it's not that. Oh man, I know I've definitely, I definitely have cried at more than one movie than Polly. I just can't think of what it would be. <laughs> Polly just really got to me. Sad. I definitely have cried laughing at a few movies for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't I think I of any movies that have really hit me on an emotional level like Pollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Polly. <laughs> Uh yeah, it's all right, Rory. Yeah, uh, you um, let's see, let's. You guys want to do a, a TPQ? Yeah, let's yeah, do let's it. Let's do it. Let's end it with that. All right. Uh, I got euphoria forever. It says, imagine the following three sensations. Chewing and swallowing the first mouthful of your favorite food after starving yourself for 48 hours straight. The food is prepared perfectly. Number two, lying down on an especially cozy bed after 12 hours of nonstop physical labor on a cold day. Three, the first moment of urinary release after having held a completely full bladder for more than 90 minutes. For the rest of your life, you will feel one of these three ways all the time. This is how you will always feel. 24 hours a day, you won't be doing the specific activity, but you'll always be experiencing the, the acts accompanying euphoria. Which one will you select? Ugh, I'd probably have to go with lying down on an especially cozy bed after 12 hours of nonstop labor on a cold day. Just ima- I can't imagine how awesome it would be to work a long day and then just feel like you're comfortable the entire day <laughs> instead of feeling like my bones are cracking every time I... Been there. <laughs> but what about you? I think the mouthful of food would be... Yeah, I thought about the mouthful of food because then you probably, uh, I would probably eat less. I'd be like, ah, I'm fucking, I don't need to eat. You would. It tastes great right now. Tastes so good. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you're going for. Yeah. I'm going with the taking a piss. Dude, it does feel good taking a piss. Yes, especially after holding that shit. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think we got a, you're a one man, I'm a two man, you're a three man. Wop, bop, loo, wop, blop, bam, boom. Boom. Three. I'm a one man. You're a two man. He's a three man. Sorry. All right. Who's who's next? I'll go next. All right. Canadian football future. Someone builds an optical portal that allows you to see a vision of your life in the future. It essentially... It's essentially a crystal ball that shows a randomly selected image of what your life will be like in 20 years. You can only see into this portal for 30 seconds. When you finally peer into the crystal, you'll see yourself in a living room two decades older than you are today. You are watching a Canadian football game, and you are extremely happy. 
You are wearing Canadian Football League jersey. Your chair is surrounded by books, magazines that promote the CFL, and there are CFL pennants covering your walls. You, you are alone in the room, and you are gleefully muttering about historical moments in Canadian football history. It becomes clear that for some unknown reason, you have become obsessed with Canadian football, and this future is static and absolute. No matter what you do, this future will happen. The optical portal is never wrong. This destiny cannot be changed. Next day, you are flipping through television channels and randomly come across a preseason CFL game between the Toronto Argonauts and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Knowing your inevitable inevitable future, do you now watch it? <laughs> yeah, I'll watch it. Just because I like football. Mm. And shit, maybe I got rich off the CFL. I don't know many people get rich off the CFL. <laughs> I don't know many people get rich off. It's usually like, hopefully like a, I mean, maybe it's a good step. I don't know. Maybe somebody. Uh, I mean, I can enjoy any football, like you just said. Yeah. yeah. Maybe somebody donated mm. me a team, a CFL team. Mm. And I'm making money that way. Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. I guess I'll just watch it, yeah. I will watch it. Why not? Fuck it. Or just be. Do you pissed. think it's like somebody you lose, and you're like, like, so is this maybe he played for this team that long ago, and he's watching it in the future, watching his old game? Is that what that's saying? No, I think it's basically saying that you get to look into the future, and you only get that thirty seconds. And when you do look into the future, you're obsessed with the CFL. Huh. And that and that future, and you looking into the future, it shows that it's all around you, and you're yes, and that and that and that fate is inevitable. So that's gonna happen to you. Now you flicking right now in this time. Bless you. (coughs) Thank you. You you flipping through the channels and you see a CFL game on. Oh, so you could choose not to watch it right then and start the inevitable. I get where this is going. Okay. I guess I misheard when I. uh, What are the other options on TV? Everything else that you've been watching. Wow. As long as John Wick's not on your end. Yes, right. Yeah, as long as they're not playing John, John Wick on uh, FX, then I John Wick or or CFL game. Not oh, well, that well I would rather be obsessed with John Wick without a doubt. Yeah. I'm not a huge football guy in the first place. I, I know, like but Canadian that's football your, is maybe even a lesser your, brand. Your, your fate is inevitable. Inevitable. Oh, it's inevitable. Yeah, you. That's gonna happen to you. And in, in ah, well, fuck. I'll enjoy John Wick for now then. In twenty years. All right, I'm hoping that I had a what about kid you? or something, and the I'd, kid plays, and that's I'd, and I'm watching because my kid's playing. I'd watch the CFL. Yeah, mm. I watch the CFL too because it's obvious that it did something for you. Yeah. I want arena football. Arena football over CFL? I don't know. I just always thought it was cool that it was like walls. Walls. Arena football was cool at one point. They were bringing it back, but it, it was going to be a main arena football team. Indoor soccer is cool too. There is, I think there is a main indoor. Is there still one? I, I didn't know so. if it made it through the pandemic or not. Uh, I think it might might have. I know. I could be wrong. Who is? It? I think it's fucking Ice Cube. Someone owns a team in that Arena Football League. It's like eleven teams. 
and the in the league, the main team is in it too. Yeah. Um, anyway, my question. Oops. Earth first, the moon. Uh, you have won a prize. The prize has two options. You can choose either, but not both. The first option is a year in Europe with a monthly stipend of $2,000. The second option is 10 minutes on the moon. Which option do you select? I'd choose Europe. Europe, without a doubt. Uh, yeah. Just because I'm afraid of fucking... Yeah, you never know. Like, I always, I think there was another question that said something about this about space. And I was like, I need to know if I'm coming back safe. Yeah, two grand is fucking. I mean, it's not a lot, but if you're just like li- like getting by in Europe and like yeah. seeing and just, what it has to offer without like indulging significantly, yeah. that's plenty of money. I think you could even yeah. indulge quite a bit, probably. Yeah, find I mean, a nice place, I mean, little I mean, tiny, like you know, two thousand monthly. Yeah. yeah, you'd be fine. That's yeah. a that's a no brainer. Yeah. I'd be like going everywhere trying to fucking rock climb. And then I mean, you got to give me a little bit more on the moon. What I would say is, would you rather do that, Ten or would you, or would you rather, um, uh, be on like the first colony on the moon and try to sustain life? That would be even more interesting than like. Just, just going there for, for 10, 10 minutes. minutes. I'd, yeah. like, want to, like, see what it was like living there on, like, a society that they... Nah, I'm not building a colony up there. Give me my 2,000. <laughs> Give me my 2K. I'm going to Europe. <laughs> going to Europe. You're going to Euro Disney. Fucking... Yeah, Europe. I'd fucking live it up in, like, Sweden and, like, all those cool-ass places. Mm. Italy. Norway. Wales. Wales. All right, so we just drop in European countries right now. <laughs> and then we all, we I'll look them up. <laughs> I'll look them up. London. Oh, nice. We got Austria, Belgium, uh, Bulgaria, Croatia, <laughs> Cyprus. List of fucking <laughs> yeah, this is content. People are going to love this shit. Cyprus. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of that one. That's crazy. Know, we got the Czech Republic. Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, Italy, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg. I didn't even know that was a country. I thought it was like a city in one of them. Uh, Malta, Netherlands, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia. They must be like brother and sister. Spain, Sweden. Wow, that's cool. There's, wait, there's cool. more? You're a big what? what you Albania, Andorra, Armenia. Do you guys love this content? Or what? <laughs> Valerius, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Sorry about that one, Logan. That's what you're talking about, huh? <laughs> what was it again? Herzegovina. 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 Yeah, I mean, and, I'm just gonna and assume you're so right. many more. Iceland. Uh, yeah, these aren't all Iceland. countries, I think. But, oh, wow. My son wanted to go to Iceland. Nice. Well, how's he feel about uh, Switzerland, Turkey, Ukraine, yeah, United Kingdom? And he wants to go to Germany. Monaco. Germany Monte, cool. Montenegro. Mm-hmm. San Marino. Munich. To be exact. Oh, Serbia. Damn. Wow. I'm like, why the hell you want to go to Germany? We can't stay in this Oh, these are country codes. <laughs> nice. I'm, I clicked the wrong thing. But, yeah. Country codes. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Like um, our zip code. Oh, really? Alright. Pretty sure. Alright, you guys want to all right. It's March Madness, so I think it's only right that we go through all fifty one countries 
of Europe and decide which one we think is number one. No. All right, so <laughs> Russia is a number one seed again. <laughs> Oh, God. But I just want to, we're going to do this. This is the last thing, and then we're out of here. Let's try to list the top three European countries by population. No, I'm just kidding. All right, that's the, see, this is going to be a, uh, this is, that's the world we're living in. We need to start talking about other countries. So next week, Asia, we're coming for you. We're going to start talking about all the Asian countries. So that means you, India, China, <laughs> Taiwan. No, that's next week. That's <laughs> next week. Um, we're already pulling up. Thanks for thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Remember to like, subscribe, rate, and review. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and all that stuff. At that's the world we're living in. Uh, every Wednesday. Thank you guys for being here. I hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend. And yeah. yes, bye bye. You too.